come on. Yeah, come on. It's like that. It's like that. Hello and welcome to my young, loyal listeners of Teen Bible Study Talk in 10 Minutes. So what do you know? Word on the go. This podcast is brought to you by and produced by Real Time with the Bennett's, where real talk happens all the time. I'm your host, Minister Bennett, of today's episode, and my co-host is the lovely Sister Bennett, as my husband affectionately calls me. Thank you for allowing and trusting us to be a part of your Christian walk. In this week's episode, we will be discussing the message according to God's word. Yeah, that's right. Come on, come on, come on. We're back live in PNT Podcast Studio with another great lesson for another great week. But before we get started, I would like to apologize for not announcing we started a new series two weeks ago called Share the Word. Please charge it to my head and not my heart. Let's get right down to it. Let's talk about the world and the biblical meaning of message. A verbal written or recorded communication sent to or left for a recipient who cannot be contacted directly. Let's look at this in Romans 10 and 8. But what does it say? The word is near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart. That is the message concerning faith that we proclaim. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. It's just that simple. That is the message. I want to start by saying there are many messages or recorded communications within God's word that was left for us to live by and share with others. I hope I didn't lose you already. Yep, I said share. We talked a great deal about being a giver of what God gave you to share with others and not keep for yourself. If you don't or aren't willing to share the message of Christ with them, your friends, family, etc., who will? How will they know they need Christ? Just as you learned that you needed Christ. Six verses later answers that very question. Romans 10, 14, paraphrased. How can they hear if no one tells them? Hear what? The message. How can they hear unless someone is sent? You're being sent. Newsflash, we are all called as ministers of God to share his word and the good news. When God places things or words in us to share with others, he is, by his actions, also sending you to be the deliverer of the message. I have a very, very popular biblical story to share with you that clearly demonstrates being sent by God with his message to share with his people. Jonah 1. God sent his word to Jonah to go to Nineveh to share. Jonah decided to take what God gave him to Tarshish and not share. I think we all know how this story progresses and ends. For those who don't, make a point to read it today, tomorrow, or sometime in the very near future. It will help you to understand your role in God's kingdom as you continue to mature as a Christian. We can also find this in John 14 and 6. Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. John 14 clearly states the importance of you, me, and every Christian has in delivering the message of God placed within them after giving their life to Christ. Delivering the message of Jesus is the great commissioning. Quoted from the NCAA pregame show, there's a segment where the announcers are talking about the top plays from the previous week. Well, not so top plays. You'll see in a minute. Watch when I deliver this quote. It goes something like this. One of the announcers says, dude, you had one job. You'll get that in a second. Matthew 28, 19 explains the one job you have, and that's to go and make disciples by sharing the good news and the message. Sinners not hearing or knowing the message leaves them exposed and vulnerable to not living a life that guides them to Christ and ultimately back to God through Jesus providing the same awesome benefits you enjoy as a daughter or son of God. 
Keep in mind, God will never, and yep, I said never, put more on us than we can bear, shoulder, handle, or deliver. You know why this is so true? Deuteronomy 31 and 6 tells us that God will never leave nor forsake us. He used the word forsake, meaning he will never renounce or abandon us. So don't go nowhere. We'll be right back after a short break. We are back live in PNT Podcast Studio where we're going to talk about one of the major messages in the Bible. In my study, I found two themes of messages that permeate from the Bible. Salvation and God's plan and purpose. I'm going to focus on what I call the main message, the presentation of salvation. The good news of salvation in Jesus Christ is the fundamental message of the New Testament. Under salvation, we find these many messages of truth. God created a universe and formed the first man and woman in his sinless perfection. Think about that. He formed man and woman in his image, which was without sin. That is something that is true. Adam and Eve, being the first man and woman, as we know, fell to the temptation of Satan, which introduced sin and shame. The consequences of sin are obvious, but people everywhere still love to rebel against God. Why is that? We saw the perfect example of what happens. They got cast out of the garden, out of perfection, and introduced sin, sickness, and strife into our lives. Yet God did not abandon, forsake, humanity on this course to destruction. He chose instead to redeem us through one group of people to demonstrate his love, and believe it or not, from them he provided a savior for the whole world. He didn't give up on mankind. He picked a group of people in the Old Testament that he was going to redeem the world through, and he accomplished what he said he was going to do. God is not a man that he should lie. God sent his own son, Jesus Christ, to bear sin consequences, which is death, God does not disregard sin, but he poured out all of the terror of condemnation on his son in those terrible hours of suffering and death on the cross. Yes, God sent his son as a replacement for us because he loved us just that much. No, no, no. Don't get it twisted. It's not that he didn't love his son, but he knew to redeem a sinful people back to himself. He had to sacrifice one that was sinless, which was his son. In the resurrection of Jesus, God demonstrated his victory over sin and calls people everywhere to identify with this victory by faith in Jesus Christ. This is the basis of the message. We read it in Romans 10 and 8. This is the very basis of it. We have to believe by faith that all these things took place. You know why? Remember, what did I define the message as? Something that was left for people that were not there to receive later. We have to believe this message of Jesus' resurrection at a later date where we did not see it with our own eyes. So that requires us to have faith. In living in this salvation, we know that life is not meaningless, but we live surrounded by God's love and bound for eternity with him. And all he asks is that you be willing to deliver the message of hope in Christ to a dying world. That is all God requires of you is to deliver his message of hope and salvation. You have one job and one job only. Will you do that job for Christ? Hey, let's see what they're rapping about over here in the conversation corner. Hey, Minister Bennett. What y'all rapping about over here? We were chatting about Romans 10, 11 through 13, where it reads, For the scripture says, whoever believes on him will not be put to shame, for there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich to all who call upon him. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. 
They were excited about that because they knew that most of their family members and friends were saved. However, one shared that they have friends and family members who are not saved. So I explained that this is when we, as Christians, begin to pray for those who are not saved. We pray that those persons will come to know God in the pardon of their sins. God is looking for soldiers to stand up and show others what it is to be a Christian, how we should be living, how we are peculiar people, royal priesthood. There is a quote that says, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. As we relate that to our Christian walk, it means that we must believe every aspect of the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We cannot separate them or pick which one we want to follow. They are one in the same. We must believe that everyone can be saved. They have to choose to be. They must confess with their mouth and believe in their heart that Jesus was raised from the dead. No one is excluded from being saved and becoming a Christian. We cannot judge a person by their skin color, by what they wear, or how they talk. We are all God's children. God looks at our hearts. And remember, the Bible says, out of the heart, the mouth speaks. Do you have enough word in you to be a witness to your unsaved family and friends? Do you have enough of God's love to share the gospel of Christ with them? Yes, you do. All that is needed is a mustard seed of faith. So continue to pray and ask God to prick your friend and family members' hearts so that they can be saved. Just like the scripture says, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. In summary, the importance of delivering the message. Let's rely on the Bible, God's word. There is power in God's message. Paul's use of the word power speaks of the explosive power. In the spoken word or written message, there's explosive power in the story of the birth, life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. I've seen this all too often. The message simply connects with people when spoken from experience in the heart. It's God's message, and we need to just deliver it and let God do what he does best. When we're doing God's work, the results are endless and up to God, not us. Yes, we should make every effort to succeed at delivering it, but he only requires faithfulness from us. I don't have any power to convert anyone, and neither do you. Remember, we have one job, and that job is to deliver the message as clearly as possible and then leave the results up to Him because God has never failed. As always, please don't forget to subscribe and share so that you and your friends will get all future notifications when new and exciting episodes are uploaded and posted. Until next time, stay safe and live a life holy and acceptable to God. After all, it's your reasonable service. With a special thank you to LJ Productions for post-production's editing techniques and used for this podcast. This podcast was sponsored in part by the Body of Christ Church in Waldorf, Maryland, Pastor Kenneth E. Stewart, its Christian Education Ministry, in association with Real Time with the Bennetts. Well, Real Talk What? You got it. Happens all the time. Yeah, it's like that.